Welcome to another episode of B-School, a living case study in aligned action. I'm your host, Matthew Morrison. B-School is a personal development podcast for collective change. So join me in becoming a student of yourself and the world around you. Let's get studying. So I'm probably not the voice you expected to hear. I'm Matt, Taylor's husband, and I'm interviewing Taylor for a special birthday episode of the podcast. I guess she like started a company or whatever, I guess. So... (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is so funny. Okay, keep going, babe. I'm leaving this in. (laughs) Okay. So I put together some questions that Taylor hasn't seen yet. So welcome to the show, Taylor. Thanks for having me, babe. Of course. uh, Let me just say that I'm honored um, to finally be on the podcast. You know, I've been asking you for months and months to be on here, begging to be on the podcast, and you just haven't let me. So I'm glad to just finally be on the podcast. Okay. I want everyone to know that that is an absolute lie. I've been begging Matt to be on the show, and he keeps making excuses. And we found a, a compromise for him to be on the show by interviewing me. So let's set the record straight. All right. With, I'll leave it at that and uh, get right to it. So I thought we could start off by you just kind of taking us through this year. What have been some of, like, some of your biggest challenges personally? Like, How has this year forced you to grow? How have you had to pivot in your creative endeavors? And yeah. Okay. So thinking back where I was at this time last year, so last November, I was still working in my part-time job. I was just starting to figure out what inner workout could be. And yeah, I was excited for the coming year. And now it's funny thinking like what I thought this year would be and what it's turned out to be. I remember like starting to get a certain amount of momentum with inner workout and press and things like that and feeling really excited about it. But I mean, once we hit March, everything kind of went out the window. It was hard because I had planned to transition out of my part-time job at the end of February and into doing inner workout and doing some other consulting projects. And it was March felt like a big turning point because basically it's where all the plans that I thought I had were just like one up in flames. <laughs> and so it was hard mm-hmm. to figure out like what's what's actually going to happen. What do I actually want to do? And a lot of really learning how to listen to myself and in, in that in the uncertainty. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of obviously a lot of things have happened this year just culturally around the world. So with that and thinking about those challenges and and how you've had to kind of pivot because of what's been going on. Can you kind of share how you've been able to to kind of make sure that as you continue to grow your business, that you're growing it and making sure it's staying aligned with your values? Yeah, this is hard. This is something that I think about all the time. And even we'll probably do some episodes on this later. But even as I've been looking for forward at my 28th year, like values, personal values and business values are so important. And really when I built inner workout and like I put pen to paper for the idea values were one of the early things that I did because I just didn't want to be another aspirational wellness company. And so I've had to return to those a lot and just figure out like, who do I partner with? What do I say yes to? What do I say no to? What do I try? 
yeah, I think this year in a lot of ways was just a lot of disillusionment and seeing like even like earlier, if you would have talked to 27 year old me, I would have told you that like, I think there's so much potential for like entrepreneurship to change the world, which I do still believe, but I think I'm just a lot more disillusioned with like capitalist structures and my role in all of that. And so I'm just asking questions that I wasn't asking before about what it means to be a business owner and what change is possible like within my circle of control and what change needs to happen at more of a structural level. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to take it a little bit of a different direction for this next question, a little bit more of a, a fun one. What is one thing that most of your followers would not know about you? That's a really good question. And I'm trying to think because I feel like I share like a good amount online, but then the pieces that I don't share, I normally like don't share because I don't want to share them. So what is something that people might not know about me? I I mean, I'm just thinking about like stuff that you know about me that people don't, that I'm always like singing and dancing around the house. In that I grew up dancing. I know I mention that sometimes in interviews. I don't know how much I talk about it on the show, but like when I do reels and stuff, I'm not really trying to dance, but I did grow up dancing and that's something I'm trying to reconnect to because I feel like it would be so, I mean, even when I did take a dance class recently, like picking up counts and choreography is really hard now. I'm trying to think of other things people wouldn't know about me. You got into video games this year. I did. But not really. So I started playing Animal Crossing, but I thought Animal Crossing was going to be like Sim City or like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Like I realized I really like video games and this probably says something about my personality, but I like video games with a purpose. Like I thought that Animal Crossing, I would need to do very specific things so I can have the best island, which like kind of, but there's also the whole creative side where you're like customizing clothes and all of that stuff. And I'm like, I want this to be SimCity. So sometimes I play Animal Crossing now, but I mostly play it around holidays because there's normally specific tasks where like a special character will come on the island and then you have to like build something or collect a certain amount of Easter eggs, for example. So I like those things. For sure. And that that's like me and Overwatch because Overwatch has the same thing where they have different events around tied to specific holidays and They'll have like specific items that you can get or specific skins for characters that you can get. So I'm, I'm the same way with only playing that game during specific times of the year. Yeah. So speaking of fun things, what has been the funnest date that we've been on or during quarantine that is? That's a good question. I mean, the biggest one that comes to mind is Search for Water, an organization that we both really love. They did a virtual gala and they had like, you could pick up dinner from a restaurant, a local restaurant, and we made cocktails and we still like got moderately dressed up in our home. And that was a really fun date. But a lot of fun things have been like, just because we see each other during the day and we see each other way more than we did before being so busy all the time. So like just being able to pause during in the middle of a work day and show you a meme or something like those little things are not dates but they're just like connective moments that we didn't get before and i really cherish those yeah for sure and surge was a ton of fun 
especially during like the the through the decades dances that they did. A lot of those I had not had <laughs> never seen those before, so that that was interesting. But yeah, for people listening who don't know, so the the gala they did like I think it was dancing through the decades or something like that, and so it was virtual, and they had like little different videos and stuff and they had people doing the Charleston and people doing like 80s break dancing. And so we just learned a lot about dance styles that maybe we didn't know about before. So yeah, I, I know you have a lot of things in the works that all of which you, you can't talk about everything. I know that, but what are some things that people can expect from you in the coming year in 2021? I think people, the biggest thing that I'm like asking of myself and that I hope other people will see is that like, I really am just trying to be myself. I am kind of over trying to like fit the mold of certain internet educators or certain founder archetypes. Like I feel like, I mean, this is, it sounds so trite, but I'm so, I am saying this so earnestly. Like I feel like things go best for me personally and professionally when I'm just showing up as myself. And so I'm trying to do more of that. And not that there isn't a role for being strategic, but I just am trying to let things flow a lot more and it feels more fun and it feels more connective. So overall, like regardless of what things launch and happen, expect me to be myself and yeah, maybe see pieces of me that like you haven't seen or haven't expected, I guess. Even stuff like about my sense of humor. Like, I'm a fairly sarcastic person. <laughs> and I feel like people on the internet probably think I'm like so sweet and uplifting. But Matt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have like, not necessarily a dark, but definitely <laughs> like a sarcastic sense of humor. And that might come out a little bit more um, like tangibly project wise or product wise. There's the inner working group, which is launching. I will link to that in the, in the show notes, but I'm super excited about that as a way to build more community around inner workout. And then, yeah, there's like other projects and things that I want to do, but I'm kind of seeing my 28th year and 2021 as this time to dive deeper into the things that are already in my ecosystem. Like, how can I make this podcast even better? How can I make inner workout even better and the stuff outside of my work life? Like, how can I be a better wife? Blues in the room. How can I be a better dog mom? Stuff like that. Okay. Before we close things out, I'm going to flip that question on you and ask, what is like what you wish for me or what is your hope for my golden year, my 20th year? Yeah, I think you pretty much already answered it. Just continue to be yourself and, and show the world that you're the person that I know you to be and that the person I fell in love with. So yeah, just continue to push on and, you know, continue to do what you do and succeed. That's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. I know this was a little bit different of an episode. Matthew, thank you for guest hosting. Thank you for finally having me on. You can't hear me silently rolling my eyes. Yeah. And thanks everyone for listening. If you are looking for a way to belatedly celebrate my birthday with me, I would love it if you would either rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you listen to or share your favorite episode with a friend. Seriously, you sharing it 
it takes two seconds, it makes a difference in who gets to hear the show. Wishing you the best. Thanks for listening. And next week, it'll be my voice in your earbuds. Um, But I hope Matt gave you a pretty nice surprise as you tuned in. Okay. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for the intro and outro music. You can keep in touch with me on Instagram at Taylor Elise Morrison. Elise is E-L-Y-S-E. And check out the resources on my website at taylorelise.com.